Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website, and frankly, they know what they're doing far better than I or Austin ever did, so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there, you go do that. Follow us on Twitter, at Final Show Films, for updates uh, for all future things, including things that are going on with our website, and going on with the Patreon page, and things that are going on live as we stream them, uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else, so thank you very much for watching, y'all have a good day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Everyone is Warlocks. I'm Jack, your GM for this shenanigan. And to introduce our characters, tonight we have Mara. Hi, I'm Mara, and I'm playing Aurelia Clementine Everns, a human archaeologist. And John? I'm John, and I'm playing Heden, a tiefling noble. Cody? I'm Cody, I'm playing... Cole, a shifter urchin. William? I am William, and I'm playing Woden Salt Spray, a dwarf pirate. Nikki? Hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm playing Diamond Katar, a Earth Genasi uh, folk hero. And Jeremy. I, I am Jeremy. I am playing Korishana Thavakri, a Kalishtar sage. Aaron, who plays Maija, is not joining us this evening due to other commitments, but they will be along the following week to round out the entire compact. But let's get started. Somewhere in the infinite multiverse, a speck of rock floats in a sea of darkness. Only a few dozen miles across, its surface is absolutely blanketed with hundreds of thousands of structures. The edge is ringed with a wall to prevent any inhabitants, careless, drunk, or otherwise, from toppling off into the infinite void. Three moons loom in the skies above, their light reflecting dully off the waters of the three-branched river that runs through the midst of this metropolis. This is Conflux the isolated plane, the game board of the gods, and the game is about to begin. Starting with Wotan Salt Spray, a blanket of darkness lies on the swells of the Reedy River. Angry orange light from burning wreckage litters the surface, the crackle of flame, the only audible sound. With a sudden splash, a dwarven hand bursts into the air, clutching for support on some of this floating wreckage. Wilton Saltspray seizes a shattered fragment of hull and heaves himself aboard, gasping for breath. <laughs> <coughs> 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 
The ripple of river water rocks your makeshift raft softly as you lie on your face, eyes closed against the burning remains of your former vessel. Blood from the gashes on your face, face stains the mildewed wood below. The air is heavy with defeat. Salt spray. For a moment, nothing is evident. Perhaps it was the wind hissing beneath the arch of the ramshackle stone bridge that you're floating beneath. Go ahead and describe yourself. There's a long, formerly blonde hair that is slowly going white with years, uh, sort of plastered wetly to the face of this sort of grizzled, middle-aged-looking dwarf. Um, his face is craggy with laugh lines and scowl marks. Uh, his nose is hawk-like and kind of draws the attention up to his steel gray eyes, which are um, piercing and um, always intense. Uh, he's sturdily built from years of work at the mast and at the oars. Um, his arms are scarred from numerous incidents, uh, sailing and piracy. Um, but his face is unblemished, uh, almost perfectly patrician with this sort of regal bearing that sort of gives the, the mean of a pirate king. Give me a deck save. Disadvantage for exhaustion. DC is 13. Seven. <laughs> A tentacle suddenly bursts over your starboard gunnel, scaled black, dripping foul slime as it wraps around your neck. The painful pressure <laughs> mounts as it lifts you into the air, the same hissing voice sounding once again in your ear. You can barely breathe. Answers. Vengeance. <laughs> you seek revenge for yourself. Trapped. It's strained. This you hate. Yeah. And who are you? <clears throat> Listen. Power for obedience. A hidden desire fulfilled if you survive to succeed. You will agree. And what do I give in return? <clears throat> Assent to my orders. You sail under my direction. It's not like I've got much else to lose. <clears throat> All right, I accept. For a moment, you hang motionless in midair as the appendage just evaporates, and then you crash into the black waters, disappearing below without a sound. Nine days pass. Heaton. Your muscles ache in a pleasant sort of way, exactly ex opposite the way that your head also aches. Stumbling out of your bed, you reach toward a small satchel smelling of herbs and sprinkle a sharp blend of crushed powders into a waiting tumbler. The nearby stove in the room that you rent is still burning, fortunately. Heating the water for your hangover cure tea won't take too long. Stretching your shoulders, you walk across the room towards a plate that still contains a stale bit of cheese and fruit. Money has been tight, and it's anyone's guess as to whether or not you'll actually make rent by week's end. 
Good morning, my son. It sounds almost like your father's voice, which is odd considering nobody else is in the room, and slightly different, maybe a little less condemning. But that brief analysis is quickly pushed away as you confirm there is nobody else in the room besides yourself, which is disappointing, really. Yeah. You pause a moment to regard yourself in the full-length mirror that hangs on the wall opposite. Go ahead and describe your character. Well, as I've just woken up, I'm completely nude. Um, uh, Six feet tall... Uh, dark navy blue skin that is lined with intricate tattoos and laid with gold. A mandala sunburst on on my chest that connects via uh, intricate weaving flames uh, around to a moon on my back, uh, down my legs to uh, down my legs and arms to uh, flower flower mandala designs on both the front and back on the, both the palm and back of my hands and. And the sole and tops of my feet um, <clears throat> with a long smooth devil's tail for the for the tiefling tail which is still capped with a silver cap the only piece of adornment I currently have on uh, and thick shaggy black hair that covers where the four split uh, bifurcated uh, um, uh, horns protrude off the back of my head and sweep up and back almost like a crown uh, design. I just sort of admire myself in the mirror because I am the best looking thing in the room. You stretch briefly, but your reflection surprisingly does not mirror your movements. It merely smirks at you, eyes flashing with far more intensity than even yours can manage, especially at this hour of the day. You pause for a minute, and then it pounds a fist suddenly against the inside of the mirror, but apart from a slight vibration, nothing happens. Don't worry, my boy. You're quite safe from me currently. I could smell your lust across the boundaries, though, and I thought, well, at least one of my descendants knows what he wants. His fingers trace patterns in the air, leaving glowing paths that illustrate his descriptions. You're probably wondering who I am. Well, I am from the exterior, you might say. The various planes of existence intersect with each other at various myriad times and places, sometimes allowing passage in between. There's a wide multiverse of experience available for those with the passion and the will to seize it. And then there's conflux. He draws a tiny little isolated circle away from this swirling maelstrom of light. No one gets in or out, really. Fascinating in its own way, of course, but so very limiting. You're stuck, I'm afraid. Unless, of course, you can conclude a bargain with someone who is both already on the outside and powerful enough to forge the required arcane linkage. I look down at my hand that is not currently holding a drink. What did I have last night? A very good time, if my analysis is correct. Sorry, it's really early in the morning, and you just threw a lot of information at me. Back up a bit. Take a breath. Take a drink. Who are you? Well, I am, shall we say, 
part of the reason that you've got those horns and that tail and that skin that sets you apart from your father. Fun, fun. And what's this about leaving? Well, given your proclivities, your general personality that I was able to pick up on, I would surmise that you are less than likely to be satisfied with the limitations of living on a few hundred square miles for very long. You're probably going to want to get out, look around, see what else there is. Go on. Well, I'm here to, shall we say, enable you. I'm an enabler, really. Oh, I do love enablers. Well, in exchange then for services rendered, I'd be willing to undertake such an effort as would be required. You see, I'm engaged in a competition of sorts that requires certain conditions to be met in Conflux's little splinter of reality. You act as my proxy in this, and if you can manage to win, I will extract you from your little dimensional prison and you can wander the cosmos to your heart's content. Have we a bargain? Oh, twist my arm. Absolutely, yes. That sounds delightful. Very good. Well, excellent. That's splendid. I'm so glad. Uh, now, and the being casts his eyes around the room, lighting on a skull-headed walking cane. Ah, that, that will do splendidly. Uh, pierce your forearm with those little metal points and then place the head of the cane against my palm as he pushes it up against the inside of the mirror, if that's a thing. I shrug, walk over, grab the cane, do a little flourish and just punch it into the arm and then apply it to the mirror. Give me a perception check. DC's 10. All right. Fourteen. You notice as you pull the head of the cane back, the brief little smudge of blood vanishes, almost as if the the, the mirror was a, a sponge absorbing it, leaving in its place a very small five-pronged crack at the location, no bigger than a thumbnail. On my arm or on the... On the mirror. On the mirror. All right. The mirror has a very slight, almost like, you know, a pebble hitting a windshield kind of thing. Oh, well, that's splendid. And now that our business is concluded, I must be about some of the other things that require my attention, but uh, we will be in touch. Oh, and if you're in the market for some interesting new friends who might be a bit of help in finding your feet, I hear that the horse and harp over in Donbreeze is a delightful little establishment. I'll have to try it out. Aurelia. Yeah. You smell a mixture of must and damp as your eyes flicker open. The attic space where you've slept is dimly lit by a few competing shafts of sunlight piercing the grimy window panes. The large tank gurgles in one corner, murkier than it should be. Oh. A wave of guilt kind of washes through you as you glance over to where Constance is huddled up in a corner recess, her eight tentacles curled protectively as the dirty water shadows her form. This room is too small, barely able to accommodate your research, much less a cephalopod habitat in a living space. Go ahead and describe Aurelia. Uh, so Aurelia is um, fair-skinned, uh, brown, 
um, kind of flyaway hair. Uh, she kind of quickly pulls it up and messy bun. It's not all staying in. Um, uh, her clothes are very utilitarian. Um, she's got like a wool skirt that has seen better days, uh, but it's kind of what she wears most times. Um, and uh, she puts on glasses as she goes over to look at the tank because that's not good. You need to fix that. <sighs> Sorry, it's, it's a little, I need to get clean water. Constance doesn't even move really all that much, which usually there's some level of responsiveness. Obviously you can't talk to an octopus, but yeah. She's just huddled in on herself. You have trouble recalling the last time you went outdoors. It's been at least a fortnight of mind-numbing, but ultimately unsuccessful research. You haven't found anything resembling a who, a how, or a why. Books are piled everywhere in a number of stacks, although one sits atop Constance's tank. You don't remember placing it there, and as you glance over at it, you don't really remember borrowing it at all. Mm. I look at the, the title. As you pick up the volume, Constance suddenly jets to one side of the tank, startling you. The tome tumbles out of your hands to the floor as you jump, falling open to a stained page with a scrawled passage on it, which is the handout that you should have in your journal. Yes. Uh, um, I, first, I, are, you, are you okay? Um, looking to see if she's still responsive? All. Except so for that, that one sudden that flurry it. of movement, she's curled in. Okay. You can see down. one of the eyes blink slowly, but that's it. For desperate times, speak aloud. Why not? Hi, Yar Nagar. I kaf amluch susoth yinig amurgla murgla rilla throdog aye nuk fluru kiyarnak gokaya. Nothing happens for a moment, and then suddenly the room shifts. Gravity turns 90 degrees. Your feet are still on the floor, but the western wall is certainly where down is right now. Constance's water sloshes up one side of her tank. Your windows are gone, but the room is somehow brighter. You glance down at the floor. It blinks back at you. One of the vanished windows reappears in the wrong place. It's a mouth. I hear you cry, child. You ask beyond your reach, and I accept a bargain. She will hear your speech. Obey, now. Something cold and distant washes through your mind. Make me an intelligence save. All right. Eleven. Eleven. Yep. A kaleidoscope of metallic patterns erupts into your imagination, shot through with flame. The mind touching yours is vast, alien, and you see yourself barely a fragmented silicate particle on the vast coastline of this being's consciousness. You take... 
<laughs> Already taken damage. Good. Uh, oh yeah. And... Three psychic damage. Okay. I'm still up. As you hear your sister's voice scream in your mind. <sighs> Take this to harp horse. Sleep where the blood is shed. Something cold and round drops into your palm as reality reasserts itself once more. Gravity is back to normal. You look down. It's a lens, clear, about the size of your palm, concentric runes around the center, lighter than glass somehow, but still very solid. What? Is the, is the room back to normal? <laughs> The yes. room is back to normal. A lot of the books have scattered on the floor like somebody knocked them over, yeah. but gravity is back where it should be. Uh, make me a history check. Okay. All right. Eighteen. Eighteen. Harpoorce isn't familiar to you, although you 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 do remember hearing of a bar in Donbreeze called the Horse and Harp. And in that brief touch with whatever this being's mind was that you sustained, you're fairly confident that's what they meant, it meant. Mm -hmm. Go there, take this thing with you. You have no idea why, but that is apparently what the next thing to do is. Fucking weird. Diamond. Your dreams last night were fitful, full of roots and thorns, jagged, invasive. As always, the rumble of thunder once again greets you as you awaken, stormways, perpetual tempest still growling in the skies above. You can hear your father rummaging around in the shop front below as he prepares for the day's business. Go ahead and describe yourself upon waking. When Diamond raises uh, from her bed, you can see her skin is a cool black uh, speckled white marble, uh, soft and smooth to the touch, but living underneath. Um, she has uh, these gold stretch marks that came from growing too quickly about her teenage years, um, but she, uh, you know, she doesn't seem to mind her, her body image too much. Uh, her hair is dark brown with uh, braids intermittently here and there with gold uh, clips in between. She dons herself in modest but fairly nice clothing um, as she makes her way downstairs. You reach for your bedroom door intending to head downstairs, but the heavy creaking of wood suddenly reverberates through the room and you catch a brief motion out of the corner of your eye. You turn to look. A slim figure steps through your ceiling, walking deliberately down the wall as though it were a horizontal surface. A cloak of autumn leaves covers his shoulders and his bright blue eyes regard you with an air of mild puzzlement as he steps to the floor, who or whatever he is. He stands only about an inch or so taller than you. Well, you're much younger than I expected. Thought you'd be greener, too. Maybe... The intruder moves to the window and quickly sticks out his tongue and licks the glass, pausing for a moment to consider. 
is apparently satisfied with what he finds. His hand darts inside his cloak and emerges, holding a faceted azure gem up to his eye, peering at you curiously through it. I must be very early indeed. I suppose you will have to do. With a flourishing gesture, he turns on the spot and your room is suddenly transformed into a bower of saplings and flowers. The walls turn to stone. Your window is now a small waterfall of crystal clear liquid that somehow smells of honeysuckle. And your visitor is now seated on a mossy stump, drinking a cup of what seems to be chilled tea. Where am I? So, destiny, adventure, wealth, power, and the like. Sounds lovely, does it not? I'll empower you to achieve a good bit of all of those, if you wish. You won't be the only one, of course, but it'll be far more exciting than your current <laughs> drab life. And if you win the games for me, I'll... I don't know, grant you a wish or some such nonsense. Mortals always seem to adore that sort of folderol. So, yes or yes, please. Mm. Um. Why, uh, who, why me and who are you? Well, I'm the one who's making the offer and you're the one who's receiving the offer. Mm. Uh. Excuse me, I'm very sorry. Hi, my name is Diamond. Thank you very much for this offer, sir. What? Pray tell. Marquis, actually. Hmm? Marquis. And uh, why, pray tell, have you chosen me, Mr. Marquis? You were here. It was apparently the right time, although you are much younger than I anticipated. But I suppose that will have to be handled. Although there is something to be said for hiring people when they're young, I suppose. And you said adventure. Oh, quite, yes. I'll, I'm sure there will be plenty of that. Sure, I guess. Splendid. Here's my coat token then. He holds out the blue gem to you. Uh, she... And it evaporates in a shower of sparks before you can quite touch it. Instructions to follow as I see fit. Now, step outside if you please. Your new friends are waiting and my tea is getting warm. Ask for Heden. Or Cora. Or one of the duller ones. Okay. <laughs> Make a perception check. DC is 11. Yeah, natural 20. All right. Nice. <laughs> you feel a dense lump just over your sternum that certainly wasn't there before. And you notice that where before it had been just a wall of saplings and vines, there is now a door. She touches the place on her chest that it's heavy feels like a rock of some sort dope it's just like i thought i was done growing things at this point okay okay mom <laughs> no answer <laughs> goes goes downstairs mom okay so as you open the door you find yourself stepping into a hallway that certainly isn't part of your home a boisterous hubbub can be heard from the far end. It seems that you walk into an inn adjacent to the tavern area that most inns have. Definitely a different building, though. What the fuck? Cole. Yes? 
The perpetual damp of song sorrows is clammy against your skin. A watery babble and murmur drifts through the mist around you as you hunch your shoulders against the cold, headed towards Knives Font. Another day of work, of struggle, of searching looms ahead. You also need a job. The hunt has stolen most of your earning hours, and keeping a roof over your head in the present circumstances is definitely not cheap. Go ahead and describe what Cole looks like. Uh, Cole is a younger-looking individual, uh, bronze skin, black-brown hair, uh, wearing dark, worn, semi on their way to being ratty clothes. Uh, and they currently have a red scarf on. You hear a single clear call cut through the murky gloom. Messenger! Looking over, you can see a cloaked and hooded figure waving a hand from a ramshackle porch nearby. Courier! Yep, I'll run over. Uh, what do you, what do you need? I can help. You can deliver my message. You see a pair of coins held between pale fingers emerging from the dark cloak and extended your direction. Get it there as fast as courier in. They drop. The coins drop towards your outstretched palm, and suddenly you are no longer in the streets of Song Sorrows. The coins are tumbling slowly downwards, spinning through a starry void from a white hand far larger than it was a minute ago. You can see a vast weave of millions of threads surrounding you, looping, intersecting, nodding, but none of them approach you. There's just a bubble of empty space around you, and you gaze upward to see an immense porcelain mask, no eyes bent over where you float in the emptiness. Make me a perception check. Nine. (laughs) All you hear is the voice. A payment for a service, child. Fate draws you to me, and I can grant what you wish in fair exchange. Those that seek a true destiny are under my eye. I am she who returns the lost to the path. Will you accept such a bargain, child? You'll grant anything? Can you... you can help me? I can. Okay. Then you will follow my instructions in the days ahead and do your utmost to accomplish what will come to pass. Your first task will be to carry the message I mentioned. Go to the horse and harp in your dawn breeze. Find Hedon, find Wotan, find Aurelia and Diamond, find Koroshana. Tell them you are one of them and that the first clues lie within the house with the hawk's head. Do whatever you must in that house, but you must all protect each other. Help them discover their strengths. I will. Your your foot splashes into a puddle as you, you give your response at the base of another raised walkway. You're facing away from the house, and as you glance over, the porch is empty now. A faint vibration shudders through your left hand, and you open your fingers, revealing a pair of coins, each bearing the relief of a raven. It's not every day that you get paid by a goddess and you have a very clear premonition that you should probably not spend these. Yeah, I'm going to put them in my normal hiding spot. That's, (laughs) yeah, for for my money because I know what happens around here. (laughs) All right. 
Or Ashana. The air is thick with wax, incense, smoke, herbs, and a few hints of significantly less savory ritual ingredients. It's been almost 16 hours since you last moved from your seated position. You can faintly feel about nine separate muscle groups screaming in protest, but you continue to shunt their wails aside as your chant continues. A great and terrible evil exists beyond the edge of a dimension you have never seen, but now you are as close to bonding with it as you have ever been. Go ahead and describe yourself. Uh, Korshana is, they are um, very young, uh, not outside of the teens yet. Uh, um, average height very easily. First glance, most people are going to 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 assume they're human. Um, it's only when you start to look a little bit closer and see that the skin isn't exactly it's pale, but there's also just a few slight tints of blue uh, in 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 the contours. Um, uh, uh, their eyes that are that are uh, again not so much a a the the icy blue that you first see. There's a little bit of a glow to them. Um, they have about shoulder length black hair. Uh, dressed in robes and uh, robes with 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 a hood that are not really not 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 the like just the straight down sort of um uh, a form hiding kind of robes uh more on for lack of a better way to put it more of almost like the 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 jedi style robes um uh very even with uh, actually particularly so at, at this particular moment uh just an overall sense of of almost serenity um with no small amount of nerves that are on the edge that are currently trying to be ignored and the candles suddenly gutter very low, flames flickering in an unfelt breeze. At the final moment, you speak a name that immediately burns itself out of your entire memory, leaving a very uncomfortably blank space behind as you slam your hand down onto the exposed chunk of ice in front of you. Make me a con save. DC's 10. All right. <laughs> First roll of the campaign for me. Let's see if I do the net one. Shouldn't be with advantage. I mean, it's not a nat one. It's not a nat one. It's an eight. You take three cold damage. Okay. Pain flares through your left wrist, searing sharply down your forearm in the pattern of a thick chain. The skin is tinged black in the center, brightening to a swollen red on the edges of the scarring. Something distracts you from the pain, however. An intensive insight into the mind of a ferociously antagonistic being. Shock and anger that isn't actually yours erupts in your chest, rapidly focusing into a sense of awareness and vengeance. The scream of a flying hawk echoes in your ears. Somewhere, something knows what you've done and what you've taken. Make me an insight check. Mm, okay. 
That's better. That's an 18. Don't you have advantage on those? Oh, I do have advantage on. I'm sorry. That's not something that it automatically. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still an 18. It also knows your name and it is coming. Right now, though, you need a drink. Or at least a plate of food and a glass of water. You you close the clasp over the icy fragment, fasten the amulet around your neck. It's a short walk to the common room uh, here at the inn where you've been staying in Dawnbreeze. You might not have much in the way of funds, but you can at least afford your next meal. Right. Now, just north of the Terrace Fall, a small vessel bobs on open water, driftly, drifting slowly to where the east branch plummets over the edge of conflux into the infinite void below. Any outside observer would wonder who abandoned the boat to its doom, but their attention would probably be quickly diverted by a rising wave that is moving upstream. With a flurry of scummy foam, the water crests over the gunnels of the, the boat, depositing several gallons of brackish water and one very sodden dwarf onto the deck. Wooten, give me a water vehicles check using your dexterity. Okay. Uh, water vehicles, not with disadvantage, thank you. Nope. Mm. You got to make it my decks. Why you got to do that? Because I hate you. <laughs> 11. EC was 10. You nimbly shift your weight, keeping your center of gravity low and preventing the vessel from capsizing, clamoring towards the oarlocks because you know exactly how close you are to these falls. Your toe spins a loose object spinning towards the bow. Bending down, you grab a braided leather fob attached to a metallic implement. It's a compass. The casing pops open, revealing a tarnished bezel and a dull needle. And a faint whisper, far quieter than before, creeps into your ears. New companions, horse and harp. Mm. Sorry, still getting over all that happened. He says as he idly thumbs the spot where he used to have an eye and now there's an eye patch. <laughs> And as you all make your various paths toward the indicated destination, your recent experiences weigh heavily on your mind. The usual sights and sounds of Conflux Street seem somehow alien, almost. I'm going to need Wotan, Heden, and Aurelia uh, particularly to make a wisdom save. Oh. Ooh, that I can do. 17. 23. 18. All successes. Very good. Wotan, the river gurgles as your prow begins to negotiate the channels, but the usual brackish stink is somehow sharper, saltier. Pausing for a moment to allow a larger barge to pass, you see a, see a thick scaled coil of body break the surface, serpentine, menacing. The barge crew, however, doesn't appear to notice the leviathan that apparently passed within a fathom of their vessel. <clears throat> you keep rowing toward the riverfront bar that you've been directed to. Yeah. Aiden, you're used to attracting eyes when you walk the streets. Some curious, some intrigued, some disdainful or fearful. The eyes that you feel watching, however, are not those of passers-by. Once in a while, you hear a smug chuckle with no apparent source. And occasionally, you notice your own reflection in shop windows and puddles, not quite adhering to your own movements. But nobody interrupts you. Nobody stops you or costs you. 
And before long, your feet are leading up the sidewalk, the entrance of the horse and harp. Uh, on my as a, at one point in time, after one of these sounds that I'm hearing, I will voice just to nobody. You know, typically just calling daddy out to nowhere would be kind of awkward. Do you have a name? No response. <laughs> oh, well, Aurelia. Daddy it is. The streets are full of foot traffic, rushing all directions on whatever business occupies them. You hear fragments of speech from all directions, despite the fact that everybody's lips are still closed. I'm late. I'm late. Shit. I'm fucking late. And then he'll say, well, I don't want her to feel unwelcome, but it's like, it's my home and she has her own and bringing extra visitors and animals to someone's house when you were the only one invited is absurd and inappropriate. Look at all these contemptible insects. This one will rue the day of my coming wrath. Oh, yes, you'll pay a steep price for your misbegotten treachery, you foul bitch. Not that one, not the second to last one. Um, any one of them I can focus on where what's one, two, three, or four. Um, God, um, two. Okay. Uh, give me a, give me an insight check. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 17. A rather harried looking gnomish woman, probably middle-aged, carrying a bag of some sort of shopping. Okay. And walking walking very quickly. Um, sorry, but I, you're worried about something? I'm gonna, like... By the time that you get that out, yeah. she has already... Turn the corner and gone. She is moving out. Um, oh, okay. This is this is real weird. Um. And as you all arrive towards your destination, the horse and harp is a noisy pub along the southern Donbreeze riverfront. Raucous conversation and laughter floods through the open door as you approach. A few harried servers rush back and forth, trying to fill the needs of the clientele. Seems like every table is full and only a few scattered seats at the bar are empty. There's no music to speak of, which is just as well, for it would probably be drowned out over the general hubbub. Everybody who's entering the common room can make me a perception check, except for Korashana, who already knows a thing. Perception check. 13. Another natural 20. All right, I lost, I lost an eye recently. It's okay if I'm not seeing things. Uh, 22. Have, All right. have we found the anti-me? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> so, everybody who got above a 10, which is everybody but Woten and Korashana who already noticed this because you've been in there. Right. Um, in one corner, there's a kind of roped-off area with an outhouse sitting there. Gross. 
like a, a, a fully constructed outhouse, but on the inside in the common room. And there's definitely a good five feet between it and the rest of the rope, which sort of separates it. Korishana, the weird thing for you is that the last time you were here, instead of an outhouse, it was a rain barrel full of water. Okay. I'm curious. You never asked you never asked about it, but you noticed there was a thing in the roped off corner. Right. I'm walking over. I can't resist. I'm going to okay. the bar. I just start looking about the outside of it first. Looks like an outhouse. No kinds of strange symbols or I mean there's a moon carved into the door, like like a traditional outhouse would be. Why is that there? Careful there, lass. Says the human bartender. I'm sorry. Ease away. Don't don't tempt it. Forgive me. Who is away? Ease back. Take a couple step. This come on. <laughs> don't fuck with the stupidest mimic in conflux. <laughs> <laughs> That explains so much. Oh, I poor thing doesn't know what's it's got. It's got shit sense. I mean, looks looks real, but uh, uh. and you notice there's a couple like little chicken bones kind of just sitting near the outhouse <laughs> that seem to be fairly freshly gnawed with very slight bit of you know raw meat still on them. Sorry, are are you feeding that? Hi. <laughs> is it like a an attraction kind of thing? A bit of an attraction, bit of a mascot, that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm. See, Wotan doesn't notice that one because when he walks, when he pushes the door open, there's that dramatic like keyboard stroke, right? <laughs> and all eyes immediately turn to him. <laughs> now. As you enter, if anybody's interested. You can have access to the menu at the horse and harp. <laughs> uh, I, I have I, I, I have adorned clothes since leaving. Uh, okay. I'm now, you didn't, you I, didn't just walk out in your birthday suit? No, no. I, I, I can't carry... It's hard to carry coin in that. Um, not impossible, just not, not impossible, but uh, I'm now wearing black slacks and nice shoes, and I have a, a decorated coat that I'm wearing, sort of like a cloak at the moment. I'm just going to go up to the bar. How many people are in the are in the place at the moment? The place is kind of packed. Like, for a late morning... It's like, yep, apparently everybody took an early lunch today. Right. So there's probably a good 30 or so patrons. In fact, that should be where you guys are at in roll 20 now. I am in a blank space. If my token had vision. With no ability to see. Uh can I could I take a guess as to how much it would cost to buy the entire place a drink? <laughs> you buy the entire place a drink. 
Um, you'd probably be looking at. I mean, which drink? Yeah, my math. My math tells me. Uh, probably the ale. Just the rough ways. What 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 seems to be the more popular drink on the on the menu? Um, give me an investigation. I can do that. An eleven. An eleven looks like Bartleby's on down are probably the more popular ones. So a round of Bartleby's for the house. How much do I think that round of Bartleby's for the house is probably going to be can math probably going to be at least three gold. Okay, I will put down four gold uh, on the on the on the uh, uh, sort of over at the at the barkeep. I'm feeling like I want to party. Let's just get a round of Bartleby's on the uh, for everyone, shall we? Uh, Fair enough, then. Looks like we've got ourselves a big spender. Says the line them up one apiece. Let's have it around. Says says the tiefling with gold inlaid tattoos as I lean <laughs> on the bar. <laughs> And I just sort of sit there, and I'm, I'm I'm watching for whatever might spike my interests, considering that the that daddy told me to come here. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't give me a name. That's what I'm referring to him as. Uh, just sort of seeing, like, because he didn't give me any names or anything, so I'm just getting a sense for what my, what what he might have been talking about. Okay. All of you are familiar enough with the idea of the great game. You've heard the legends of Warlock's past who, for whatever reason, caught the attention of immensely powerful beings from beyond this plane. And they get pitted against each other in competition. Some of it makes sense. A lot of it doesn't. There's a lot of folklore and and the like surrounding it. You're also familiar with the fact that warlocks generally form what are called compacts, organizations, small knots of allies uh, working together, apparently, probably towards a common objective. For the most part, that ends either with the victory or defeat of an entire compact. Once in a while, there have been internal betrayals, but those seem to be the exception rather than the rule. What does, uh, Mara, what does your character look like again? Um, uh, human, um, kind of, uh, scattered hair. Um, she looks kind of out of it probably right now. She was holed up in a room for a week and then had a weird experience, brain slightly battered. Um, looks like she hasn't slept very much and is inching closer to the bar because a free drink is a free drink, but yeah. And I've had a bunch of minds speaking in my mind, which I'm not used to, and I feel like I need one. Um, so uh, Wotan uh, sort of steps up to the bar, sort of rings a bunch of water out of his beard, 
and then just slams a pair of silver pieces onto the bar counter and just says, I told Vatican score. And that is served. Give me a constitution save. Oh boy. Advantage for being <laughs> uh, yes, advantage. Hmm. So I'll pick up my drink and probably... 20. You knock this thing back and my gods, does it burn in the best way possible. Gives your eye a little bit of a twitch there for just a second, but maybe you're weathering it. I'm currently like sort of sitting on a stool, leaning back against the bar with my drink held in my tail. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just sort of lean slowly across the bar, to- across the bar towards Wotan. What exactly is that? Uh, can I tell what it is? Do I know what, <laughs> do I know what the words mean? Because it sounds like it might be dwarvish. Um, it is dwarvish. Um, it's kind of... It's as flowery as dwarvish gets. And it's basically the fires of life. It's very strong whiskey. How strong? You ever tried to breathe fire? Yes, actually. Try swallowing it. Done that too. (laughs) Tastes like that. Fun. Drink from my drink that's in my tail. Thanks for the drinks. I will go pick mine up. You're welcome. Everyone, please have a good time. Yeah, I'll pick mine up. Uh, besides the guy that just spent all a shit ton of money, yeah. does it look like there's anybody else that doesn't quite like fit the norm around here? It's a pretty diverse crowd. There's a strong elven contingent, um, which is normal for Donbreeze. Um but as far as things go, uh, the school teacher looks a little out of place. I mean, you were given actual names. Yeah. So it probably wouldn't take that long to, to wander around and figure out who's who. Um, the yeah. pirate, just going the pirate there, the there's a number of, I mean, it's, it's a riverfront bar. So there's a number of, you know, sort of, sailor-esque river stevedore types the dwarf looks a little more extreme in that area than he look a little worse for wear (laughs) he definitely looks a little worse for wear he looks like he's still drying out okay which either means he's a really shitty sailor or he literally doesn't care (laughs) um you're pretty sure it's that he doesn't care. Yeah, because yeah, uh, he's not trying to wring anything out. <laughs> Just the beard, right? Um, and then there's the, there, there's the weirdo in the corner that's still looking at the mimic. <laughs> I've joined the weirdo in the corner. I don't, I don't blame them. I've never seen a mimic either, and that's I'm assuming they haven't either. <laughs> so, question question for the game master: yep. uh, Has anyone recognized me, and am I getting any stares? No, nobody has really recognized you at this point. Most of your operations tended to be towards the northern end of the city. So this is one of the districts where you would probably be a little less well known. Mm -hmm. Um, But 
you're not getting any more stares than, oh, somebody came in. Huh. Definitely a river person. Better leave them alone. <laughs> For it's worth noting, has actually taken out a notebook. And is, is making it writing down observations that they, they have about huh. right now. Okay. I want to wander over the mimic and try to say hi. This is weird. <laughs> Everything is weird. Also, all of you are now level one warlocks. So you Ooh. have magic at your fingers and you're tangentially aware of the fact that I can do shit now. I have moved yeah, from so I'm going to try and use Awakened sport. Mind to talk to the mimic. Because... <laughs> That's fu- I was going to try, try to speak to it telepathically. Yeah. <laughs> We might I like be the idea. Time we like bump into each other in there. Like that, you trip. You both try to speak telepathically to the mimic and just end up talking to each other. <laughs> I think I think <laughs> to the mimic for like the longest time. It's a really big misunderstanding. It's just the mimic is just the conduit. <laughs> exactly. All right. Let me look up and see what sort of languages mimics speak. None. So mine. Zero. Mine, Mine it just has to be able to understand at least one language. I don't have yep, to. Yep, it doesn't. Okay. So, yeah, you reach out to the mimic. Mm-hmm. Nope, no response. What are you doing? This is Diamond uh, asking Orla. Um, uh, so, so, sorry, I was just, um, I just had a weird morning. Um, uh, How tall are you? Um, she's about... Like average height, um, five six, five seven. Okay, cool. Um, Not, yeah. The diamond's kind of a little too close, and a, like leaning over you just a little bit. Just like, what are you doing? I, I just, I'm leaning back. <laughs> You're too close. <laughs> uh, sorry. No, sorry. I'm. I was Careful, just. No, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> don't lean too close. It might eat you. No, not at that. I don't know what that is. I don't. And then leaning further away. <laughs> yeah, just like you're getting dangerously <laughs> close to the mimic at this point. <laughs> right. How many people drank their Bartleby's? Hmm. I'm in I am in the a process of drinking it. Yeah. All yeah. right. Those of you that are drinking, make me a con save. Oh DC my 13. favorite. My favorite saves. <laughs> Hey. Oh yeah, no! That's a natural one. <laughs> oh, Twenty-one. Oh, Got a ten. Hidden, hidden, you're drinking on more or less an empty stomach. Yep. Why? Right. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm drinking on an empty stomach after a night of drinking. Right. <laughs> so you know, hair of the dog that kicked your ass. It's starting to to swim a bit. Aurelia, you kind of were very interested in the mimic and sort of just kind of took it, slugged it down, and set the glass back down. Yep. And all of a sudden, something swims, and you, your knees start to buckle. Oh. Do I notice this? Yeah. You're, if you're standing next to her, you're going to start to notice her going down. I yeah. reach out oh, yeah. to heap. Yeah, we, we, we hold her no. face first Whoa. into the mimic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe uh, I should have eaten. Jeremy, you need to move your mic closer yeah. to you. <laughs> Maybe uh, I should have eaten something in the past three days. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's let's seat her down. Yeah, yeah Tim. Yes, away from the mimic. Jeremy, your, your, your mic has migrated away from your face. And you're getting quieter. <laughs> 
Sorry. It's just it's just slowly going away. <laughs> like it's trying to escape. <laughs> Freedom. Freedom. While 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 Wotan is while Wotan is uh watching this um this display of people variously not being quite so good at holding their drinks. Yeah. Uh, he just kind of runs a hand through his hair and as he does so, everywhere that he sort of like brushes through is suddenly dry as he just like brushes a hand through the, the, the mop of sort of going platinum blonde hair uh, and it just comes out dry. Neat trick. It's a new one. They sell food here. Maybe we should get her some food. Yes. Yeah, food. let's get her some food. Yes, food would be do. great. Food would be stellar. Oh, no, that, that, fine. Um, am I am I completely drunk now, or is it you're, just like you're food? you're yeah you're pretty smashed. Like oh, you're not yes. you're not passed out. You're not throwing up, but you are. Well, that, that's got, definitely yeah. three sheets. Okay, to the that was stronger than I was expecting. <laughs> no, sa- sit down, sit down. Yep. Thank yes. Here, yeah, it's you, already done that. Her? I'll go get some from the. What's yeah. your name? This is uh, uh, Diamond Aurelia. talking to Aurelia. <laughs> We've already. Yes, you told me your name already, sweetie. You're doing Sorry, great. Dad. Um. <laughs> Did I did I hear her say her name? Did she kind of did she kind of drunk whisper? My name's Aurelia. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think yeah you can you can probably have heard that. Yeah, most people are like after the initial outburst of what free drinks, <laughs> the room has quieted down a bit while everybody's drinking their free drink. Right. So yeah, you can you can hear within a couple tables of you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that'll perk my interest uh but real quick i'll turn to um the the extravagant tiefling next to me and say um thanks for the the drinks um what normally uh what's your what's your name it's oh you can it's nice to know who buys drinks (laughs) (laughs) i love being the one buying the drinks uh you can call me hedon as I just sort of continue to lean back, now leaning on the bar more for support than I was previously. <laughs> <laughs> Diamond, you hear that? <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what? What? What's your name? And this is uh, Diamond talking to Korshana. Korshana. Awesome. Hi, Diamond. Hello. You. Wonderful. I, I don't oh, want to go to the funny. bar. Do you mind giving here? And you like, she slides you some coins. Like, you should go buy her the meal at the bar. I'm not going to yes. go up no, there. No, of course. I'll I... stay here with Orla. Yeah. I'm going to insight check this shit. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> because that was a sudden change of intent. <laughs> and it's it's Aurelia for. Aurelia, sorry. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, it's fine. That's it's a Nikki. weird name. It's hard. Uh, it, it's it's weird. <laughs> so with a, with a nat 20 on the insight, <laughs> Nikki, what is Diamond's kind of presence right now regarding the bar, the drunk girl? Huh? Uh, really wants to get something for the drunk girl. Really doesn't want to deal with the, the tiefling at the bar. Does just... His mannerisms make Diamond uncomfortable, doesn't want to go up near him, and is absolutely really, really upset the fact that that's a name that she knows. Okay. 
Of course, I will be right back. Excuse Thank me. you. She's nice. I like her. Yeah, no, they, they seem nice. Uh, oh, you yeah, Demi can't tell. They do. Hate them. Yeah. No, your name's pretty. I've been inside for a long time. Okay. You're doing great. So, do you want to do, like, do deep breathing? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. That's, Jack. That's okay. Yeah. Have I been able to get a sense for the particular reason I've been sent here? I mean, you know that you were sent here to find new friends who can help you find your feet with your new situation. I'm just trying to see if I can get a sense of who those friends might be. Give me an insight check. Wotan has sort of, Wotan has sort of like um, begun slowly bending some spare pieces of metal into the shape of small rings. Yeah, and I, yeah. I definitely have already pinged Wotan as a warlock because right. I saw because he literally did magic right next to you. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody fucking does that. <laughs> literally did magic. I got a seven on my insight check. Yep, you're like, well, this one's one of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so uh, another question: What would be the is? Is becoming a warlock of the great game like a pomp and circumstance moment? Is it a thing where you would willingly go, hey, everybody, look at me, I'm so special? Or is it something that you want to keep more close to the chest? There are <clears throat> that there are as many perspectives on warlocks as there are people in the city. It is considered generally a little gauche to try and market yourself as a warlock. Like, hey, I'm a warlock. I can do magic shit. Pay me. <laughs> um, but like more of like a. But uh, in terms the of great game it, has begun. Right. That's the advent of the great game. That's kind of like a thing of public interest. Okay. So. Coming out and being like, behold, the warlocks are among you. Might <laughs> well. So you never know. I will, I will, uh, still holding my drink in my tail, uh, mm. clamber up onto the bar. Okay. Oh, boy. All right. Ladies and gentlemen of the, ladies and gentlemen of the, what's the name of this place again? I say leaning over towards the bartender. <laughs> you're, you're in the Harp and Horse and get your fucking that boots one. off the surface. Ladies and gentlemen of the Harp and Horse, I just wanted to very quickly announce uh, the reason for the drinks. We are partying for, you see, it would appear that the great game has once again begun. And I'm going to use precipitation to light every candle and torch in the room. <laughs> All of a sudden, there's this immense burst of slightly brighter light. I mean, it is late morning, so there's plenty of sunlight coming in. Yeah. Oh, but good. The sense of fire suddenly in the room kind of magically. Give me a performance check with advantage. Oh, good. A sudden burst of heat on my ridiculously frozen hand. That won't hurt. It's an 11. It's an 11. All of a sudden, you hear a number of cups hitting tabletops, and it's pin drop silence in here as everybody sort of looks. That's exactly you him, you? the reaction. Bartender is um, like halfway through wiping down and trying to like edge the mud <laughs> and just kind of stops. 
and I will very There's about three seconds of silence if anybody else wants to react. Uh, Cora is, just walks up to the bar, completely <laughs> pretends that that did not just happen. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Could you um, uh, and and just put some money down? We are are my my new acquaintance has uh, not eaten anything and some kind of food that would most counteract the 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 effects of the alcohol and further um you would not happen to have some kind of uh, hand wrapper bandages i could purchase would you all right so a little bit of bookkeeping uh diamond how much money did you give korishana i gave them uh i didn't know how much food would cost so i gave them a gold piece Okay. All right. So, yep. The gold piece vanishes very quickly, like almost like he was wiping something down and suddenly <laughs> wiped up a coin. Hey, right. you know. The barkeep's a warlock too. <laughs> no, the barkeep just knows yeah. not to leave money laying around too long in this place. Um, oh, hey, we can uh, get uh, some. Uh, I'll get to the kitchen and uh, give us ten minutes. Uh, Bandages, you say? You've got an injury? Uh, you didn't bleed I, on the floor, I, did you? No, no, it is. It, it's not a cut. And they hold up their hand. Um, I suffered a bit of a a um, uh, 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 a freeze accident. Uh, long story. He glances at the hand. Yeah, we can take care of a burn. No problem. No problem. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no. And he... Uh, starts pulling out some what seem to be oiled bandages from behind the uh, the, the counter. I stepped... At, just at, a, be just a few coppers off the, off the, the, the coin there. But. At, the, uh, at the pronouncement, uh, Wotan just kind of pulls a compass off of his vest and opens it and looks down at it. Okay. I step down from the bar and back onto my stool. <laughs> There's like five people that are like. <laughs> Give him a bow. Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I lean back. And then and, and back like the maybe three or four more that just kind of give you a glass raise and then finish. The, they, they, you seem to have gotten more of a reaction from the free drinks than the pronouncements. That's okay. That's the point. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Aurelia is gonna stage whisper to Diamond. No, I, I don't. I've never seen him before, but I think some weird stuff has been happening. And then I'm gonna speak in your mind. Just cool. Because, yeah. 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 That's gonna be a fun time. It, yeah. And, and it just, I just say, um, and I think I can hear people's thoughts. Diamond gets real startled, <laughs> like jumps out of her seat. Um, so, so, sorry. <laughs> uh, 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 oh, that was you. Okay. Uh huh. You, cool. yeah, you heard that? I, I did. Holy shit. How, okay, was, that, was that the I'm alcohol? I'm so glad you heard that. That's, that's, okay. okay, no, that's you. Okay. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. So yeah, Diamond's sitting there. She's just like, I want to see something really, really quickly. And she reaches into her 
like a little pocket that she has on her and uh, pulls out these uh, three pieces of polished marble. They have the same coloration as her and she pulls them out and they start glowing and she's just like, <laughs> this is cool. This is nice. I don't know what's going on. Do you know what's going on? I'm putting the pieces together. I think we maybe need to talk to the drinks guy. We maybe need to talk to the drinks. The drinks guy. I know. Just put the period there. Now here's a question. When 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 Aurelia says the drinks guy, does Diamond think she means Heaton or the bartender? She, Diamond knows who she's talking. About. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Aurelia wants anything to do with a bartender or actual more alcohol at this point. No, that's fair. <laughs> Giving the indication that she's yeah. I'm yep. gonna tap um, Heaton on the shoulder and and uh, say, excuse me, I think you. And I'll turn slowly over to Wotan and be like, it, it, maybe you uh, should should follow me. Um, <laughs> you, you have to talk. Oh, we can talk right uh, here. No, because we have to talk with her, too. And I point over to Aurelia. What makes you say that? Uh, because I have a message for all of you. Ooh. Secret messages. Do tell. Over there. And I'll start walking. <laughs> Way to be. I look like, over at Wotan. So, Sailor. Welcome. Sailor. Daddy. <laughs> hey, Sailor. Headed my way. <laughs> Wotan, Wotan just kind of like slowly turns and looks with the one remaining steel eye. Like like this like the steel gray, um, and it's the left eye, so he doesn't have to turn that much. He's sort of like because the right eye is the one with the eye patch. This is going to be a long game, and he sort of turns and walks over towards where I will find uh, Cole went. <laughs> So the three of us walk over towards Aurelia and Diamond. Yeah, so uh, when I walk cool, up, cool, 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 I'll cool, 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 be like... Cool. Uh, In your mind, I think they're coming toward us anyway. <laughs> and you just hear, can, can you hear me back? Or yes. Uh -huh. Oh, you can't? Cool, you just hear... No! I think uh, it's happening anyway. Uh, Aurel Aurelia? Is it? Yeah. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, my name's Cole. Um, this is Heaton. I didn't get his name, pointing to the dwarf. Uh, I was sent here to give you guys a message. Do you guys know a Korshana? Uh, them. That, yeah. Them at, in, at the bar. bar. <laughs> like, waver first and then. <laughs> Yeah, we do like a wave, just like, hey, Gorja. I, I sit down at the table and just sort of lean uh, lean on it next to Aurelia. And... You probably should have eaten first. 
Yeah, I'm getting that sense. This is a Me lot of shit. <laughs> Me too, I say as I take another drink. <laughs> oh, so you bought yourself another one? Oh, I, I, I didn't finish the first one. I'm, oh, okay. I'm sipping. <laughs> no, I just drank that thing down because, yep, I needed a drink. I'm a sipper. Mm. What's your message? Well, and on, is hey. it from a dude in a in an autumn cloak? No. Hang on, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. If you have a message for us and another one, and I'm going to use Mage Hand to tap Korshana on the shoulder. Korshana needs a second because work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Legit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, no, I didn't, no, not from anybody that matches that description. Uh, I was just mm -hmm. sent here, um, yeah, for, to, to give you guys a message, um. What was the message? Uh, that we need to head to the house with the hawk's head um, and that to do what's needed there and protect each other. Uh, Jack, how much do I know about the great game? Give me a history check. Being, being a noble son of a counselor. Also, while we were at the bar, I kind of just did a Passover on Heaton. Uh, how how well does he keep track of his where his gold pouch is? <laughs> yes. As far as you can tell, he's not wearing a gold pouch. In fact, okay. you don't know where the gold came from. <laughs> nope, not really. All right. Oh, man. Uh... With a 23, Heaton knows they are sporadic there's not a consistent cycle it's not like they happen you know on the dot every 20 years or something like that you know that from the perspective of the nobles they are a bit suspicious of them especially since several cycles back the game was apparently murder as many nobles as you can count highest score wins So there's always kind of a concern about that, but that was almost 40 cycles ago. So that's, you know, centuries and centuries back. Um, for another one. <laughs> they tend to reshape and create a good bit of upheaval. And... A lot of it is warlock on warlock in terms of the competition because that's who you're technically competing against. There, there's usually, if, if a warlock dies during the games, it's usually because another warlock killed them. But it's something that definitely garners the attention within an, within a fairly short period of the entire city 
wards and districts will decide which warlock compact is their favorite, almost like, you know, a sports team and support them, you know, and there will, there will be, there, there will be bets. Oh dear God, will there be betting? Um, It's, it's something that definitely changes the entire tone of conflux whenever it's active. Well, it sounds like the group of us have all been visited very recently by strange, mysterious, all-powerful figures, and they want us to work together to do a thing. And quite frankly, I'm all for that. How about you? I say leaning over towards Aurelia. (laughs) Okay, sure, as long as it's not going to take too much time. It's probably (laughs) going to take a while. I have things I need to do, so... Well, Uh, we can help you do them. I think... Yeah, yeah, I think we all have things we have to do, because this morning I couldn't do this, and I just make, with minor illusion, a copy of the mimic in the middle of the table. (laughs) (laughs) It's a smaller copy, you know, but but still, it's like... Copy just like outhouse. Yeah, I am not entirely sure how much this is the drink or what happened this morning. Um, what happened this morning? Um, things went sideways for a minute. That typically is fun. Mm, Not this one, Mm. but we're here. And they're going to come back eventually and we'll, I guess, you guys know, do this. Do you guys know a, a house with a hawk's head? Um, do I? Do I? Any of us. Anybody who yeah. is trying to figure out if they've heard of that before can make me a history check. All right. I'm good at those. 21. I run past all the buildings. I don't. (laughs) I'm on the water most of the time. Most of the time. Me and you, both the same. 17. Got a 16, a 17, and a 21. Yeah. Off to a great start this game. Nobody, you guys are not thinking of anything that quite meets that. And then someone near you, one of the elves, leans over. If you're looking for a house with a hawk's head, I think I know which one you're you're looking for. Are you also a warlock? Sorry. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. But I'm 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 local to this area, and I know that uh, there's there's there's. Uh, my 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 brother is is part of a uh, of a stoneworkers. Uh, you know, assemblage, and uh, he's mentioned uh, over in Knife Swant. There's a uh, there's a house there that that has a that has a hawk's head on it. Uh, I mean, there's a, there's a number of them, but this one was was a big, you know, like, like hawks. Lots of people like hawks. They're 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 quite impressive birds. And but uh, these uh, there's there's a big drain spout that's gotten in the water comes out the. Um, I mean, if that's helpful to you, I don't know. 
It what's your brother's be. name? And what's your name? I I I I feel a bit uncomfortable. No, no. We don't just go around asking people their names at random. That's sure we do. It's fine. That's that's so. Diamond Diamond's going to lean forward, and she's going to brush her hair, and then touch her stone, and suddenly she just seems friendlier. Uh, he will need to make me <laughs> a uh, wisdom saving throw. Thirteen, please. Okay. Spells. Spells. Magic. Magic. He blinks Magic. a bit. Um, miss your, no offense, but you're very intense. I get that a lot. Yes. Um, I just want to make sure we know who to find. Well, I mean, I, I'll walk you over if if you need somebody to, to give you better directions. Well, I mean, if you give me the general area i should be able to find it i've been cat scratch alley all right i got it cat scratch alley that sounds like a very fun place it's knives fun it's probably a shithole that's yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah there's fun to be found all over you just have Uh, nowhere to look i suppose no that that yes yes uh fun could be potentially um Thanks, though. Are you all really in the game? Evidently, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's that's going to be some news. <clears throat> I make I, I make a candle flicker just for no reason because I can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's uh, that's not something you see every day. Uh, Wotan kind of looks around and at, at some point in the middle of this conversation just solidly plants a hand on the table for a loud thump. Do any of you have any weapons on you? It depends, on, depends on what you call, classify as a weapon, I say, as I begin juggling a dagger that came from nowhere. No. Not not a physical one, though it's wild because literally I live above a weapon shop and I couldn't grab one before I got transported here, so that's fine. <laughs> All of my equipment sank with my ship. Well, do you need something in particular? A sturdy battle axe would be a good start. Hmm. Probably go to probably stop by a weapon shop on the way. I know a very good one in Storm's Way. Stormways, excuse me. Is Stormways between here and Knife's Front? Not even a little bit. <laughs> I have no idea. I can't I can't see the map anymore, so I have no <laughs> idea where anything I'll is. I'll swap you guys back to the map. <clears throat> <laughs> Thank you. So you guys are on the uh, Dawn Breeze Riverfront. It's it's literally the opposite direction. Shush. Right about here. <laughs> Knives Front is She's down doing her best. here. <laughs> Stormways is adjacent to Dawn Breeze, but definitely in the opposite direction. Mm. Well, I think we really need to acquire what seems to be another latent member of our new burgeoning party of magic-based individuals. I say, checking to see if Korshana is done, is ready to be interacted with yet. Sure, why not? <laughs> not really, but it's not going to get better, so sure. Uh. Not at the moment. Um, 
<laughs> I'll make it. Whatever happened to her hand looks pretty intense. So. <laughs> yep. So the deal with that. Yeah, Coruscant, I think, is at the bar bandaging her forearm, yeah. their there. forearm. There. Uh, I'll just go check on them. Uh, and I'm going to go check on Coruscant and say, Hello. Yes, hello. Hi, I'm Hayden. Apologies, I didn't mean to interrupt your pronouncement. No problem. Apparently, uh, according to our little messenger friend, you ha are meant to be part of our little new compact. I am. Yes, it's exciting. Um, yes. It that is a term that could be used, yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you'd like to come over here, we, we, we apparently we have a destination course, in mind. Of course, I will. <laughs> I'm on my way. We'll grab, what I, grab the food that had been ordered and <laughs> shuttle Korshana over to the rest of us. And then promptly put the food down in front of Aurelia. Uh, you should eat. Thank you, yes. Um, I... I have a friend out in Knives Font. We can maybe try and get in touch with if we need a guide. No, I can get us there. Yeah. I'm pretty familiar with all of the areas. <laughs> I can take us down the waterways if we need to. Oh, do you have a boat? Enough of one for right now. Oh, that's fun. There are so many things I want to do on a boat that I've never really had the opportunity to. Well, the first of which you'll likely be engaging in is rowing. That's less entertaining. I cast Scratch Alley, I think I know yeah Cole you uh, you are familiar with roughly where cat scratch alley is um coming in by the river actually probably would save you a bit of time okay yeah um because you know knives font is a maze even for you yeah um but you know roughly where it's kind of located so that at least would cut through a lot of the bullshit and put you within Plus. five or six Less time walking in knives front uh, right. is yep. better. Mm -hmm. Yes, because, because you know, people don't brush up against you and steal your purse quite as much on a boat, and you definitely get stabbed in the kidneys a lot less on a boat, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. I normally will go by roof, not, not by walkways. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. So, yeah, um, Sounds like we're going by boat, then. But first, let's properly introduce everyone to each other. As you may have heard uh, prior to now, I am Heden, and I would love to introduce any and all of you to each other and to just about anybody else you'd like to meet. I'm now it's your Aurelia. Turn. Aurelia Clementine Evans. I... I'm good. <laughs> and and the alcohol is starting to wear off now, Aurelia. Yeah. You've had some food. Uh-huh. You've, you've had a minute to breathe. Yep. 
slowly coming back to your fingers seem to be under your control all right yep we can do this yep Mm -hmm. you guys can call me cole that's pretty much what everybody knows me by hi cole hello uh i'm my name's diamond both cole and diamond in the same party how wonderful a Koroshana Thavakri. My name is Wotan Saltspray, and if any of you know that name, you know that the less you know about me, the safer you probably are at the moment. <laughs> Give me a history check, yes. anybody who wants to try and read into that one. Yeah, sure, Yummy. why not? Let's do it. Ten. <laughs> no one knows that name. With a natural one, my response is... Yep. But if we knew more about you, then we would automatically know more about you, so wanting to not know more about you would be impossible? <laughs> it's like, Diamond, the name rings a bell, but you cannot remember remotely in terms of what it's related to. Yeah. Everybody else is just nope. going stairs of, hmm? Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry Star Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. Let's try and keep it that way. Right, so you have a boat. Yes. Shall we? Certainly. Sure. Try not to try not to tip it over if none of you've ever sailed before. I have never sailed before. Uh, not even in a bathtub. I've ridden on the boats a couple times, but that's about it. Once. Oh, the, 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 the boat you have, Wotan, is, it's big enough for everybody with, yeah, it's, it's plenty of room to carry all six of you. Um, with that weight, you're probably going to need at least one other person at the oars. Yeah. Um, but also it's downstream. So Who's I mean, the if, you're, if, you're, in this group? if you're not in a rush, you can just hang the tiller. Yeah. Who looks and... the mo- Who looks the most physically capable of the group? Sixteen. I, uh, I look like a navy blue noodle. <laughs> <laughs> My strength is fourteen, so not as much. I was I was immediately already looking at the person made of rock. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah the, nice. Yeah, yeah. D- diamond far and away looks to be the most physically impressive in terms of musculature and and she's sturdy yeah uh, he's he, look, he looks he looks over a diamond you ever worked orders before are they like bellows actually yes there's actually a bit of similarity between oars and bellows it's just more of a circle motion than an up and down okie dokie uh okay this will be fun. sure the, the the drink in my tail has been replaced by a cane. Says the character who has both water water vehicles and Smith's tools proficiency. <laughs> you can actually make the comparison between bellows and boats. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect. Got it all. Well, lead the way, Wotan. Wotan. Shorten the name. Heavy on the T. Wotan. There you go. Wotan. <laughs> Eaton looks like it tastes a little weird. (laughs) (laughs) It's said with the same cadence as Odin. Odin. Yep. 
Cole. Yes. As you step out of the horse and harp, you hear the flap of wings and a large raven swoops down out of a cloudy sky and just lands right on your shoulder, folds its wings. And waits. Um, you can feel your sense of perception narrow and intensify. Okay. Um, and you have your raven spirit. Awesome. Ooh. Cool. Hey. Cool. Um, bef- as as if I could do this before we we left the bar itself, because um, I'm now realizing, because Aurelia is now realizing, oh, that tiefling announced to everyone that we were warlocks. Great, cool, wonderful. I need to know if anyone there is paying a particular attention, because reasons. Good reasons. Smart reasons. I, I. The answer is yes. That was a lot of text that just appeared there. Ooh, that yeah. was supposed to be whispered. But anyway, <laughs> uh, that's, for, that's just in case uh, Cody didn't have his Sentinel Raven feature yeah. noted. No, I don't have it noted yet, but I have uh, a way to copy it all. And cool, cool, cool. I will forget in a minute. It's all good. So, um, yeah. But yeah, you can give me an insight check, really. Okay. Yeah. Probably won't notice anything. This is 16. 16, you notice the bartender is definitely keeping an eye on all of you and sort of, it, it looks like he's making mental notes of, all right, that one, that one, okay. those two, that one, that one, mm. right. There's also a man sitting in the corner. He's wearing leather armor. He's got a rapier propped up against the table next to him. Human. Uh, very well-featured goatee and handlebar mustache. Blonde hair, kind of swept back. And he just puts his elbows on the table and sort of leans forward watching you guys go. He doesn't look sinister, but he looks very incisive. Mm-hmm. Gross. I will note that. Okay. Mental note. On the way to wherever we're going to get a ship, unless it's like literally right there, are there any? Is there any place that looks like it's a weapon cellar? Give me an investigation. That's a seven. You don't notice anybody. Nope. All right. Do I know of any shops um, in the area uh, that would be kind of on the way and not so much out of the way? Not a ton. Uh, most of the shops are tend to be a little further away from the riverfront. Um, most of the property along the river is warehouses, industrial, that sort of thing. The actual retailers tend to be a little further away because 
riverfront property is more expensive and they don't require riverfront in order to run their business. So they tend to go to more well-traveled foot foot and and coach-trafficked areas. Um, Do you guys think we'll need weapons? Well, our good friend and sailor requested a battle axe, and I was simply wanting to supply one. Also, have you ever heard of one of these games going by without bloodshed? No. No, but right away? In fact, several cycles ago, bloodshed was the point. Um, do I know of any, like, supply? I know, like, supply, supply areas, but weapons. Weapons are not really your forte. Yeah. Um, You can make me a history check if you want. Yeah. DC's going to be 18 on that one. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. For anyone who feels, yeah, no. most most of you know that anybody you encounter in Knives Font is probably at least carrying <laughs> because they're not stupid. Yeah. Um, That's why I don't so, yeah, we should probably stop somewhere though. <laughs> but the idea of that is more of a more of a deterrent than anything else. Walking into Nisfont unarmed isn't necessarily the dumbest thing, as long as you walk like you are armed, because everybody's going to expect you to be, because you're here. Let's stop. Let's take a slight detour. Go to the nearest weapon shop. Anybody who's feeling under-equipped can feel over-equipped, and then we'll continue on. Do you know where one is? No, but... She does, I say, pointing at Diamond. <laughs> does Diamond know where the closest weapon shop might be? You have, looking around, you've been in Don Breeze before, once or twice. You know where you'd put one. You could go see if there's one there. There's definitely not one here, but might be one down that way. Again... I was I was referring I was referring to the one that you said you came from. You you didn't want to go there, so we won't. It's fine. <laughs> no, I just said it was in the opposite direction. That doesn't mean I don't want to go. Diamond turns to the closest, like I guess, native person on the street, just a normal passerby. <laughs> I'm so sorry, sir or ma'am. <laughs> do you know where I'm comfortable shop with either <laughs> do you know where the closest weapon shop might be oh three blocks down that way it's on the corner right across from the bakery thank you so much mm-hmm. let's I go I love how you changed your accent by the way that was fantastic <laughs> me or the person <laughs> yeah, the person who, who had a really heavy accent when the sentence started and then dropped it as they explained where the weapon shop was <laughs> I mean I know a pawn shop in, in Knives Font but I don't I don't know let's go to the place that was just pointed out yeah. to us yeah yeah that sounds good yeah alright so you head down looking out for your uh, landmark a weapon shop across from a bakery three blocks down. I know that. You, you walk your three blocks, and you hear 
shouting voices. Does anybody speak goblin? Nope. I no. So. I miss nope. though. Miss it. Nope. Okay. So it's only every couple words that there's a sentence that you can understand, but it sounds like somebody huckstering something very strongly. And you come aground, and there's a sign in front of you, and a number of goblins in aprons and smocks and baker's hats and things. The sign says, the yeasty boys. (laughs) Underneath it is a smaller plaque that says, you got to fight for your right to pastry. No. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a goblin-staffed bakery right here. I love it. I love it so much. I love these precious boys. Come by, you loaves! Come by, you loaves! We got him! We got him here! Good prices! Looking across the street from them, though. Looking the other way, there is indeed a weapon shop. Blades and bucklers. But the but the yeasty boys. <laughs> we if if we're going in the knives font, we need we need knives, not not bread. Are you sure? Oh, yeah, specifically, I, specifically, I need an axe of some kind. Is there any? Is there anything specific about the axe you'd like? Unfortunately, I seem to have lost most of my coin, so. A hefty enough axe to really put a dent in someone's skull uh, is likely out of my price range at the moment. How much? I mean, I have at the moment less than ten gold, just barely less. But I can help you with that. Hmm. Why not? I don't think a good axe should to do more than a few silver pieces. Not few. Less than a gold, though, for a decent one. For a wood chop, for a wood chopping one, perhaps. I'm talking about one that chops people. Battle axes are ten gold. <laughs> let's, let's That's the baseline. Out. You're probably gonna look at a markup anywhere in Conflux. Yeah. <laughs> let's find oh, out. Yeah. Let's I'm go in. Open the door. Yeah. Yes. All right. In. So you walk in, and there is a human. A female behind the counter looking at you as you come in. She greets you with a smile, uh, points you down one side. Things here seem to be fairly on the sort of simpler side. There are a couple of, of martial weapons behind the counter hung on the wall kind of horizontally. There is a single battle axe. Um, but most of their stuff tends to be the quarterstaff, mace, daggers kind of side of things. Um, and then down the other side, there are a number of small to medium-sized shields, mostly of wood and leather make. Um, a couple of small kind of uh, dished metal bucklers. I don't think any of us can use. Nope. So... Uh, I believe that's what you're looking for. I say point at the battle axe. I mean, yes, but what is the price point on that? <laughs> uh, looking, oh, well, if you're you're interested in the uh, the battle axe back here, that is uh, 25 gold pieces. That's what I thought. Do you have a hand axe lying around? 
That we do, yes. Uh, those are those are eight gold pieces. If you would uh, care to take one of those, uh, we can definitely service your needs in that fashion. Will that do? It'll be a start. I can always get something better off of someone in Knives Font. Well, uh, if you're going into Knives Font, I will advise you that the quality of goods you're likely to find there is much reduced from, from what you're, you're able to, to see here in our style. Oh, you, 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 you misunderstood what I meant by get something off of. Well, we, uh, we, we strongly sell things only for uh, self-defense in one's own home. So uh, please make sure you're aware of all civic regulations regarding the, the carrying and employment of... Unfortunately, uh, it seems the game is afoot, so... Uh, Must we you kind of you don't you don't have to you don't have to don't worry have too to much about that. I know which pant leg the captain of the guard goes down. So. I'm sorry. I'm smile. Uh, I'll take that hand axe <laughs> off. Yeah. Very good. This poor. Will you be needing one. mercy? <laughs> no, that'll be fine. All right, if you could simply sign here in the ledger. You know what? Starting the trail that he's not dead is probably on his mind at the moment, so he will sign Wotan Saltspray. Okay. Thank you very much, sir. See if she Thank recognizes you. the name as, it takes, as he hands the gold over. She does not. Good. <laughs> right. Is anybody else buying anything? Yeah, I was going to grab um, a dagger, maybe two. Mm, and okay, she'll quote those as four gold each. I am now I eight gold later. dagger. Okay. I will buy a second dagger and toss it to Cole. Uh, all right. Thank you. Everybody who makes a weapons purchase is recorded in a ledger. You have to sign your name to say what you bought, um, how much, that sort of thing. Uh, if it's something relatively mundane and has other purposes, like, say, quarterstaff. Quarterstaff. If one looks particularly frail, for example, and looks like they'll be just leaning on it. Uh, Quarterstaffs are five silver each. Mm -hmm. They do take your name. Very well. Uh, So that's... And then... Uh, Yeah, I'll... You said five silver? Five silver for a quarter staff. Yep. That fucking battle axe, 150% markup. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, it is. <laughs> I mean, mo- I- most of these things are at 100% or more markup. A hand axe was just like a fucking not even a 50% markup. Not quite. Mm-hmm. No, nope, but the daggers are 100% and the quarter staff's 150. <laughs> I really is not gonna buy anything. I've got a shovel. I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you sure? Diamond gets the quarterstaff. Yeah. Okay. Signs her name. Good, good. She's quite pleased with the cornucopia of custom that's come through her door. I just continue to spin the ro- the, the cane that's Wooten kind of looks at the hand axe, sort of runs his thumb along it, testing the edge. Satisfied with it, he kind of 
puts it in the loop on his belt that used to hold his battle axe that is no longer there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it it swings a little looser. You kind of have to cinch it around a little bit to get a to get a decent decent clutch there, but it's not going to fall out or anything. There, there used to be a much heavier axe in that loop. There did used to be. <laughs> when I, when I'm going to go outside and hide one of my daggers on me and just have the other one slightly more visible. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, and just wait for everybody to come up. Y'all head out. Okay. Yeah. Everything included in the price has blade cover with it. So, you know, sheath or whatever to hang on your belt for Woten's hand axe. It's just the little leather frog that goes over the, the business end. <laughs> um, mm. All right. Lovely. Guys, and where are you guys headed next? Guys, please, I need to buy. A roll from the yeasty boys. It's it. It'll bug me. It'll make me sad if I don't. Go <laughs> here. Buy I, I need to food. pay you back for the the meal. How much was that? At the uh, ask Corshana. They know how much the meal cost. One gold. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Meal. I'll hand you that's over a, a gold. Of, that's a lot of bread. That was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really good meal. And, it was, and you definitely like recovered that. from your drunk way faster than you anticipated. Yes, yes, but also now I have seven gold. Yep, yep, you oh, do. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. No, it's don't. fine. I need, I need to pay you back. Go buy a roll. Okay. All right, so you head over to the Yeasty Boys. Yes. There's a that. goblin out front. He's the portly one. Most of the other ones running around and you can see sort of inside the shop front now. They're they're fairly scrawny, but you know, and there's this one chubby guy in an apron out front. Hey, you 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 wanna buy something? I will buy one of your rolls, please. Dabby, 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 two kappa. Mm. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Gimme. Mm. Yep. Happy happy to do so. All right, with flavor. Mm. Oh, there are flavors. We got cinnamon. We got honey. We got sugar covered. We got, we got, we got, we got. What else we fucking got? (laughs) (laughs) And herbs. Herbs with garlic. (laughs) I will, I will happily take a sugar covered one too. Sugar covered, sugar covered bun. Come on. Move your ass. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Hey, uh, (laughs) ma'am. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And I will put that in just like a pouch. You want a Danish? Mm, maybe tomorrow. Any of your friends want Danishes? Danish. No, I had no, I had one the other night in your shoes. Get the fuck out of here. Thanks. Next. <laughs> Wheelie. <laughs> <laughs> They're so nice. <laughs> The boat. <laughs> and you head to the boat. Head to the boat. It's a fairly quiet trip down. Um, Diamond definitely gets to show off her prowess at rowing, which is kind of similar to Bellows. Not what you're used to. No. Definitely a lot more resistance, but still, you guys manage to safely make it down the river. Water is um, heavier than air. Yes. And Cole, as you're keeping an eye out, you are sort of landmarking the the riverfront buildings that you're familiar with. Um, and you're able to pick a, a dock slip 
uh, fairly close, probably within five, 10 minutes of where you're, you're confident that they, that cat scratch alley is located. Just pull up over here. It should be pretty close. It won't take us too long. <laughs> Just pull to get up there. on the curb. <laughs> um, question, Jack. Yeah. Uh, where would my uh, meeting location with the elf be? I'm assuming somewhere in Shadow Shades. Yes. Um, that's Knives Font you're, fam- you're reasonably familiar with, but Shadow Shades is, is where you had met with the elf previously yep okay yeah that's that's definitely down the the west branch so what exactly do you do to stop a boat that's not being watched from being stolen do you like chain it to the dock or uh depends on how it depends on how you want to uh protect your investment if you're looking which is when the troll comes out Yeah, looks like we've got some newcomers. All right. It's a silver coin, and you can safely dock your shite here. Do I know this troll? Give me a history check. Brought to a great game tonight, dude. <laughs> I had a little above You do not know day. this troll. However, he is wearing a very familiar badge to you. I think the highest I've rolled, aside from that one con save for drinking, has been an 11. He's wearing a patch kind of just strapped to his arm. He's shirtless. He's wearing a kind of a, kind of a raggy tunic um, and barefoot because troll hide is, is troll hide. You know, you, you don't really need to worry about the elements. If you're a troll, the long nose, the, the undercut ragged teeth, but around that left bicep, he's got tied fairly firmly a wooden badge painted with three cresting waves, which is the crest of the Flood Watch, who are more or less the supervisors and maintenance, and basically if you've got any business or traffic on the Reedy River, you'll have to deal with the Flood Watch eventually. They aren't technically law enforcement, but they are not above breaking a few legs to make sure that things move smoothly. Um, and this troll is apparently he's, he's wearing their colors and their seal. So you're pretty confident that you give this guy a silver coin and he will make sure your boat is here when you come back, as long as you're back within the day. I toss him a silver coin. He catches it, bites it sticks it in a little pouch that you can see on the outside of his uh, his tunic. All right. Enjoy your stay. <clears throat> Don't cause any trouble around my dock anyway. Fair. Get your wishes. Uh, I'll hop off and lead the way. Yeah, excellent. Keeping keep an eye out for pickpockets and other ne'er do wells. Okay. I remove the cane from my tail and hold it in my hand as we walk now. <laughs> Knives font is 
kind of a horrible place. It's it's a maze of buildings, and Cole is guiding you through your your landmark. Keen eyes observe your movements from windows and alcoves and grates as you cross into the narrow, twisted avenues. After about five minutes or so, you pass a weathered shingle labeling this as Cat Scratch Alley. Like most of Conflux, these buildings are built of stained stone and brick, only a bit more ramshackle and looming than most of the neighborhoods you all are accustomed to. Everybody give me a perception check. Can and will do. Ooh. Natural 20. Yeah. This is your territory. That's Natural good. 20. Yeah. Hey, hey. yeah. Finally. Barely a split second after Cole notices and points out, Wotan, you can see about halfway down the alley, a single house, shorter than most, with a prominent rain spout overhum- overhanging a scum-riddled drain grate. Even under the grime, it's clearly an open-beaked hawk's head. Well, there's our business location. Yep. We've, it's the right place, it looks like. Well, it's mm-hmm. a place with a hawk on. In Cat Scratch Alley. Yes. Yeah. No, what I mean is... It's the only the, lead we had to go the, on. The, the, init, the initial message received wasn't very specific as to which building with a hawk association it was. But we can hope it's this one. End out. Now, a light drizzle has started by the time you guys reach the building. The noise of droplets on shingles, at least, will muffle the sound of your approach, if you're intending on keeping a lower profile. Yeah. Do I look like I do anything with a low profile? Not really. But some of your other companions do. (laughs) Please. Um, can, how about, can we wait here for a second? Uh. Sure. I'm going to telepathically tell my raven to just fly above the... Is there an alley or is it a blocked off alley? It's an alley. It runs probably a good hundred yards or so. Okay, so it's not a covered alley? It's No, it's... Okay. You, you've still got open sky with rain okay. coming down. Yeah, I'll have it flit off my shoulder and kind of just do a quick pass, uh, like circle around and then come back down the alley towards me. Okay, just a just a scouting run. Yeah. All right. As the raven's wings beat next to your ears and you feel it lift off, your 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 vision dims a bit. Light seems a little less bright than it was before, and you you lose a little bit of that extra extra perceptiveness that you had. Are you projecting your vision or just? Um, I don't know if I can do that. You can see through the raven's eyes and hear what it hears while it's within 100 feet. Yeah, yeah. Um, So that'll at least take you most of the way down the alley. Yeah, Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Give me a perception check, then. Just my perception. Quick. Six. Okay. The 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 connection you have is is actually a little bit sporadic. Didn't you have a plus seven? The perception a second ago. I did. 
Yep. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> the, ra- the raven left raven. his shoulder. Oh, okay. <laughs> As it flies down the alley, you you blink and you're you're sort of having this weird sense of seeing through two pairs of eyes. It's hard to adjust to. You're used to just being able to look at something, but also somehow there's there's other images being transmitted to your brain and and it's it's disorienting there for a bit you don't see anybody out on this this stretch of of passage everything's quiet rain you can hear that patter of of water droplets coming down from the sky other than that you don't really notice anything particularly new and then the raven loops back around settles down onto your shoulder again and your eyes kind of resharpen. Okay. That worked, but also didn't. Um, yeah, I think, okay. I think I think we're fine. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm fine. That was what, just what, what that was you, an experience. What did you do? I sent it ahead to see if there was anything or if there was anything wrong with that building, like if the door was knocked open or anything like that. It's knives fine. Figure if we're here, something bad happened. Um, but I looked through its eyes, and that was different. Okay. Good to know. Magic. Okay. <clears throat> All right. I'm still getting used to this. It's fine. You're doing great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Shall we then? All right. So, are you guys just walking up, or are you sneaking up? <clears throat> I would let's not maybe let everyone know as soon as we walk up to them that we're I gesture like vaguely at the raven and just why not I would I would actually agree with that yeah um, there are because there's more of them I than may us. not be the most popular of people among certain elements. And I'm not certain exactly where those elements are. They could be literally anywhere. Ah, welcome to the club then. Let's let's just make sure we're not seen going down this alley. How about that? All right, everybody make me a stealth check. I look down at my highly reflective tattoos because they are, I repeat, inlaid with gold. Yep. Not gold colored. Actual gold. Actual gold. Have a shirt or something? I mean, I do, but I don't wear it. Say, indicating the shirt that is currently hanging off my shoulders. <laughs> I'm very sorry about my minus two to my stealth, everybody. Oh, well, it's okay. Never mind, Jeremy's guys. also here. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> the die rolling is working as oh, I have rolled like. 40% natural ones. Uh, All you and, right. You and me. Let's go. I like that the per- I like that the literal reflective person is more stealthy. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you guys are walking down, I assume Korashana has their notebook out and is still taking notes of Welcome yeah. to Knife. Right. There's a yeah. lot of information that needs to sort of be put together Mm -hmm. um 
they're probably actually they'll probably put it away at this point and just sort of not even really thinking about it because 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 natural ones <laughs> <laughs> you know natural ones natural it, ones are what happen when you're not really thinking about it yes yeah. <laughs> is probably like practicing can the, the uh their cantrips chill touch and frostbite against like the wall <laughs> okay just to get those down quite right Right. So there's, there's, so, so, so you're walking down this alley and Corrit, and, and May is shooting icicles, you know, against the wall to mark where she's been pretty much just. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> More or less. Right. Um, and so as you approach, you kind of look behind you and there's just this accretion of frost against the walls with, and and there's noise that accompanies that <laughs> i sort of front, I'm just looking back oh god i look back over my shoulder Korshana. sorry yes i mean i'm all for being spectacle but you did just say that you didn't want to broadcast everyone you were a warlock I mean, I was simply talking about, uh, that is, a, I wasn't specifically mentioning the <laughs> thing, but that is a very valid point. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've you aren't explicitly shouting, like, I'm a warlock. You're just doing the next best thing that anybody yes. with two, with, with and, at least an eye and an ear will be able to tell you're a warlock. Looks at the very hear, distinctive, probably mind. personally identifiable ice splats along the wall. <laughs> Just in your mind, Korashana. And now you're talking very, very loudly outside of the door. <laughs> a voice just talked in your brain. And for the first time, Cora actually smiles. Pleasant, but not really right back and like, oh, thank you. Somebody else. Forgive me. I am not used to speaking physically. Oh, okay. I'm not used to speaking like this. This is my more, this is, this is my natural way of communicating. Um, I, I. So Aurelia and Korashana have pretty much just kind of spaced out <laughs> in the middle of the alley. I reach out. Silent. Dead silent. silent. Would it be spacing out for me or just sort of like silently look? Because this is like natural talking. Yeah, no. For, really? for you, it's just, it's just both of you are kind of yeah. looking off looking. into the middle distance, you know. Are they not even looking at one another? <laughs> no. Not specifically necessarily all the time. Yeah, Aurelia probably is more just because she's not used to this and like you look at someone when you talk to them normally. I mean, this is somebody who just, somebody, it's like walking out finding somebody who speaks your language. I like a whole group of people that don't. So yeah, it's very clearly directed on the one person, like my anchor. Yep. I'm just like, there's just, yeah. (gasps) Yay, friendships. So now they're staring at each other. (laughs) 
I'm not used to this at all, so this is... It's... I wouldn't it, it, quite it, say it's it a takes, look of lust. It takes time to get used to it. I have had, um, well, literally from before I was born. Um, but, so I have had many years to get used to Wotan goes over to the door it's of the, the building. Preferable. Okay. As far as I'm questions. Give me a perception check. DC is 14. Natural 20. Yeah! So even with one eyeball, you can tell there's a solid wooden door, some faint scratches to the frame, which is the only visible entrance here, and a bit of faint movement is evident on the interior. You can you can hear some sort of something at least moving around inside. Give me an investigation check as well. Twelve. Door doesn't seem to be locked. I look over at Cole. We're supposed to be here, right? And the by and the call sign was protect each other. Yeah. I, well, if you've got a weapon, pull it out. <laughs> There's people on the other side of this door. Pull out one of my daggers. <laughs> uh, okay. I just <laughs> lean on my cane. Wotan. So the others of you are definitely noticing. Cole and Wotan are getting ready to go inside. With weapons drawn. I wave my tail between Aurelia and Korshana. What? Oh. And just like, it, yeah, it's not, it's like immediately looks over. I'm sorry. Hi. We're... It goes back and it's speaking again. It's loud. Yeah. We're apparently about to go inside. Oh, oh. of course. Woten, Woten pulls the hand axe with his left and passes it to his right and then picks up off of his vest, those two metal rings that he had crafted earlier, and just kind of taps them both, and they begin to hover around his head. Why are we going in with weapons, drawn? That is a good question. Because our objective was to protect each other, according to the message from our friend's compatriot, which implies that it's going to be dangerous. You're not necessarily wrong, but Perhaps it's dangerous because we're about to charge in with weapons. It's Knives font. Everyone has weapons on them. Also true. How about... I am merely pointing out that it is conceivable that while everybody has weapons on them, we don't necessarily at this point need weapons to be dangerous. So perhaps not having them out as a show... Also, I think I'll keep my hand axe on me, thank you. I'll, All right, I'll, we're, and we're well, going to the map. Also, I also, think everybody can see. Yes. yes. Map, map, map. Uh, yes, we can. Also, we okay, don't necessarily good. know what we're doing here yet, so maybe just open the door. Don't open and lean with the axe. I think I'll keep my axe on hand just in case. Sure, like, have it there, but don't, like, don't be like, you know, Jack Nicholson in your way through the door, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Why would I chop a door down when I can just open it? I don't know. I don't have an axe. Nor I do I have the nor do I have right. everybody strength to use it really. <laughs> everybody roll initiative. Hey! 
first initiative. Let's go. Oh, I guess I'm technically over here because I'm waving. I was waving my tail between their faces. Awesome. Yeah. I don't have any armor because my armor apparently was also lost in the shipwreck. Hey, ten. I have oh. armor. It's just not very good armor. I also got a ten. Hey. I you did not have a chance to take a short rest. You this can go good. before me. That's three people with tens. Is <laughs> <laughs> right. apparently we don't have any of our class equipment. Oh, we don't have any of our class equipment. Nope. Oh. I missed well, that. Then. I missed that notification. <laughs> yep. None of us have armor. The, 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 no, the notice was that we the only equipment we have is what our background gives us. Yeah. That's why I did not have a hand axe. Uh, why I have a shovel, and I'm going to use it. <laughs> I have a knife, but it's not a dagger. Well, then my AC <laughs> went from 11 to 10. Because that's Mine literally... Mine went from 9 to 7. Ooh. <laughs> Sheesh. Those negatives. Oh, God. It's a good thing I'm a hearty lady. So we it's have... true. Three people that rolled a ten. Have and, a feeling that I'm going to go first between those. Sorry, <laughs> four people that rolled a ten. Oh, uh, nice. so uh, uh, Jack N Nikki didn't tag the token. Um, so Nikki, when, in roll twenty, if you select your token when you roll initiative, it'll automatically add you to the turn order as long as your yep. token is selected. Did I do it? Uh, go ahead and roll it again, and we'll update it to your ten, whatever it spits oh, out as. Sorry. So go ahead and pick your token, which is just below Korashanda's token. Yes. I, I clicked it. All right. And roll initiative again. Oh. It's there you go. <laughs> and then you can, you can actually click into the number and change it. Or jack it. There you go. You. I will. So that's actually... Yeah. So the tins are actually going to be... Uh, that's a lot of people. A tie between Mara and Cody, and then me, and then Diamond. <laughs> yeah. My dexterity is three. Or so is modifier. So is mine. That's why it's a tie between us. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Korashana, you're going first. After which, the three attack dogs <clears throat> on the interior are going. Oh. Hmm. And then everybody else and Wotan last. Do they see, do, do, from where I am and I can see one of the dogs, do they seem hostile? Oh, they're charging the door. Okay. Mm. Yeah. These are attack dogs. So, Koreshana, you yes. can see one of them and yep. it's charging, jaws open, headed for Wotan's neck. Uh, I am going to, yeah, I'm going to just cast away. <laughs> uh, so 14 constitution save or it takes four cold damage. Okay. It makes it. Mm -hmm. Well, it equals it. Which... Also, since uh, since they're getting the jump, Cora mm -hmm. uh, will helpfully pop into um, 
uh, pop into Wotan's head and say, you're about to be attacked. (laughs) (laughs) Just just by the way. Beat you depth. No, really. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Okay. And Wotan dies in the first fight. (laughs) Good job. Because, by the way, we're warlocks. We don't have a lot of health. Squishy, squishy. I mean, there's the dog. Jesus. I mean, I'm one of. I believe I'm one of two people in the party whose health is already in the double digits. Yeah. I, I am double. I was double digits. It's not currently, but. I have nine ten. hit points. Ten, but now I have seven. It's good. Still Eleven. That's fifteen, Pretty. not ten. Cool. <laughs> nice. Nice. I got double X, double hit points. Yep. So, Wotan, this dog leaps at you and grabs your arm in its teeth. You suffer five damage, yep. and I need you to make a DC 11 strength save. <laughs> Fifteen. That is a success. It tries to drag you down, but you set your feet and resist as it's got you by the by the arm, which the jaws pop open. It's standing in front of you as its companions leap, barking really loudly. Yeah. But they can't really get through the door because the other one is blocking them. <laughs> You definitely have basically the choke point blocked, more or less, between you and this dog. Aurelia. Uh, Basically, all of the tens figure out who's doing what next. Go. (laughs) Well, something's something's lunging for the door. Uh, It seems bad. Um, I can do an area thing on the other side. Actually, yeah, this seems this seems helpful. I want to cast with my yes. one spell slot. I want to cast Tasha's hideous laughter, kind of mm-hmm. on the other side of the door. I'm trying to stop. There's multiple dogs. I want to stop them from from trying to attack us. They, I don't like them. They seem bad. Um, I think. Let me double check. On that house. Oh, dang it. Never mind. Because um, I would have no way of knowing. Okay, so this is a DM question on uh, <clears throat> my understanding of how the spell works. Because uh, I've just got magic. Uh, would I know if an attack dog probably has an intelligence score of less than four? Four or less? You have a feeling that it's probably not smart enough to be affected by this yes okay never mind um someone else go um i need a token for my raven uh but also uh i'm just gonna reach out and uh chill touch uh the dog in the doorway so okay 18 that's it Six points of necrotic damage. Okay. So it's 
skeletal hand reaches out past mine. <laughs> Bats at the dog. Okay. You have just... You, you you cast your spell. It's the first thing that you've ever done like right. this, ever. And it just latches on to that dog, and you can see it almost shrivel and wither slightly in front of you. That dog ain't looking good. Yeah. Just meant to reach out to be like, hey, back up, but no... <laughs> that happened. Yep, this leech, this 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 le- just explosion of energy le- leaps out from you, and you see that dog almost collapse. Um, I want to uh just I'm gonna cast True Strike. Okay. Uh, so point my finger toward one of the dogs that I can see, um, and nothing happens right now, but uh, next turn I get advantage. Okay. So I feel like I wanna... I... Oh. Yep, that was it. Um, I feel like Eden. I feel like of all of us, I have a little bit more insight into how my magic works, just because I'm naturally magic, kind of, with my heritage a little um, bit so i just sort of twirl my ro- twirl my cane a little bit mm-hmm. lean over uh like put a hand on wotan's shoulder and sort of lean over him uh point my cane over his shoulder and the eye and the eyes and mouth of my cane glow as a just a beam of purple energy just shoots out at the dog as i get mm-hmm. eldritch blast okay Bread the first Eldritch Blast in an all-Warlock campaign. Does yeah. a 23 hit. I mean, I would have most definitely Eldritch Blast. This, this beam of purple energy slams into the dog's opened face. For eight points of force damage. Ripping its jaw completely off as the thing Ooh. stumbles backwards and Ooh. collapses dead onto the stone flags of and this floor. As it does, its soul ricochets back out along the length of the Eldritch Blast as I get a little bit of extra health. Yes, you oh. do. Take those temporary hit points Boy. there. Oh, goodness. Aren't fiend patrons lovely? Mm. They are. I feel I energized. <laughs> um, DM, question for, for me getting my turn set up next time. Um, is my shovel anything like a weapon? It's an improvised weapon. It's just an improvised? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackie did not answer my question that I whispered to you about spell components. Uh, that is true. Okay. However, know. you do have an arcane focus, which um, negates the need for spell components. Oh! That are, that are worth less than a gold piece. That are worth less than a gold piece, yes. Uh, the For this one, it's definitely like more than that. Which is silly for a cantrip. Anyway, yeah, uh, Diamond's gonna. Hmm. You know what? Diamond's going to hang tight. She's gonna pull out her quarterstaff and just be ready, looking out for any other dangers that might come through the alleyway, I guess. Yeah. Okay. That was your initiative tracking dog. I know. <laughs> 
Yep. Bye, puppy. That's okay. It's dead, but I know where it's doing. <laughs> that makes it well tense. Um, yes, it does. Um, is the other dog in the doorway still in melee with me? Uh, technically, yes. Okay. So, um, just kind of hefting the hand axe, I will swipe it at the other dog. Yes. Go for it. Uh, give me a decent hit. Eight. Nope. That is a miss. You swing out, but the hand axe does not make contact. I apparently can't roll today, so... Yeah, it's kind of it's 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 not the best. All right, which brings us to the second round. Back to Korshana. Okay. Um, there is one more uh, that I can see, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna do. What I did because I don't think I can get into a position. I'm certainly not walking up to it. Yeah, that, was a, so, that was a three on the dice. It was. Uh, actually, you know what? This is, uh, with this, since it's attack roll based, I'm actually going to reach out and shield touch. All right. Or I'm going to miss because I rolled another natural one. Oh, because it's me. Yep. Did I just accidentally attack the, 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 the sailor in front of me? You did not. Okay. You reached out for your chill touch and you just, it slammed into the wall above the dog's head. For some reason, my patron was not, decided not to grant me that. Oh, your patron hasn't <laughs> I know. willingly granted you any damn thing. I know. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, you guys see a very impressive again blast of cold energy leap from from Korashana. It doesn't hit what you assume she was probably trying to go for, but it there's 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 the crackle of ice that spreads across the interior wall. And the other two dogs jump up and try to attack Wotan. Let's see how they do. All right. One of them hits, one of them misses. The the ferocity that these dogs are are charging you down with definitely tells you that you are on their territory and they are not happy about it. And they're marginally well-trained and they're intended to defend against any sort of intruder. And you also can very easily tell that if anything else is on the interior, they're quite aware that their trained first line of defense is doing what their first line of defense is intended to do. Cole and Wotan especially, just everything about you, both from your environment and from the actions that are being taken by these animals, this is, oh, we've found a criminal hideout and it's going to do what any intelligent criminal hideout 
denizen would try to do, which is kill the intruder. Woten, you suffer eight points. I'm Uh oh. And I need you to make another strength. I I fail because I'm unconscious. All right. Oh no. Yep. Because by the way, I had the most hit points, and that was all of them. Oh (laughs) god. I have fourteen hit points now. (laughs) (laughs) Mind sharing with the class? Yeah. So Woten just, his head slams into the the stones as this dog clamps down on his throat and bites. It is not pretty. Mm. All right. The tens, go. Aurelia shrieks and brings the shovel down. <laughs> <laughs> On the dog? Yeah. Okay. I have advantage because of true strike. Yes, yeah, you, you do. do. I have been studying this stupid dog. I'm freaked <laughs> out. This is not good. Uh, strike thing, yes. Okay. 21. That's a hit. Does one point of damage. <laughs> you just a shovel. Clout this dog ah. solidly on the head. Gah! That's my turn. Um, <laughs> All right. I am going to look at uh, Woten and uh, Woden and Woden. Uh, cast um, with my only spell slot, Sanctuary hey. on him. Okay. Uh, and then this is a criminal organization. Criminal organization, or if this is a criminal organization that has attack dogs, this is not their only entrance. Uh, I'm going to send my raven uh, normally acts on its own initiative, but down to this and to this end of the alleyway. Okay. Um, with my bonus action, if I can. All right. Yep. The raven flies down that end. Uh, that's all I can do. Action okay. And bonus. Um, right. I was reading a spell incorrectly. So hmm. Diamond is going to take out the three little marble stones that are in her pouch and cast magic stone on them. Okay. <laughs> and they are going to, yes, that thing. And then she's going to curl one at the, uh, at the dog. Okay. And that's a range spell attack. Go for it. Mm, yes. Ranged spell attack. Let's see. Um, I don't actually know which one I hit for this, unfortunately. Uh, if you don't have it set up yet, uh, it'll be a d20 plus your charisma modifier plus... Huh. Uh, two. Plus you level one. Two, yeah. Uh-huh. I had everything already set up. All right. So... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
I love magic stone. It's it's awesome. it's, uh, oh. it's the same as my eldritch blast. Can I just yeah that okay absolutely cool. I'll get that set up next time. That's a hit. And it deals a d6 plus your spellcasting modifier. Dope. D6 plus That's... whatever your charisma is. Yes. Okay. Uh, one day I'll get all these things down. One d6 plus. Damn it! Did it work? Yeah, that yep, it did. Yay! All right. Point damage. Sweet. <laughs> you fling this stone into the face of the dog, and it flies straight into its outstretched or uh, open jaws, mm-hmm. and you see a rather impressive amount of gore spurred oh! out the other side. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not pretty, but it's definitely effective. Two dead dogs. All right. Okay, I did it. Yay. Uh, we should move Wotan. Uh, Wotan, excuse me. Um, well, I, I have noodly arms. I can't do that. So I'm just going <laughs> to shoot the other dog. <laughs> Okay. There's plenty of room for that. Yeah. And I'll actually move, I'll actually step up here so that I'm a better line of sight and also have a place for somebody to drag Wotan away. Um, well, <coughs> but an eight probably misses. An eight does miss. Yep. <laughs> Still working on the aim. Mm-hmm. That's my turn. Okay. Because it's Wotan's turn. Or Wotan's turn. Yep. Wotan. Wotan. Oh. Considering how my rolls have been going thus far, this is going to be swimming. Oh, okay. Even you. I thought so! Oh, you failed that save! Oh, wow! No. The rattle of breath in Wotan's throat. Hey guys, I'm going to die in the first session. Jesus! No. Is faint. So, Jack, how do you replace a, uh, <laughs> like, we we haven't leveled up, so he doesn't have, like, a half experience cost to come back at or anything like that. He doesn't. <laughs> the warlock, the woman's page is like, fucking really? <laughs> <laughs> would have been nice to have some armor. <laughs> it would have been. All right. Next. Or some decks. <laughs> okay, well... Part of why this character has no decks is because he's supposed to wear medium armor. Yeah. Uh-huh. Doesn't have any of that, though. I know. I'm assuming that Korra's strength level makes uh, makes Hedens look absolutely titanic. <laughs> My strength is a seven. Okay, Good. Mine's a six. Okay, oh. so no, we're, we're equivalently noodly. Wow, um, super noodles. That's fine. So, Cora will simply uh, again speak too loud because they just got in the habit of talking in, in this group's head. So, um, 
Can somebody make sure that the that the animal does not bite again? And I'm going to try to do something to find. Uh, I have a bandage on my hand. You do. You do. Yes. Yes. Yep. Dirty bandaid for the win. <laughs> yes, you do. Trying <laughs> to bind wounds. All right. Make a medicine check then. Okay. I'm very, very <laughs> sorry, William, that your character's survival depends on one of my die rolls. Um. Hey, that's an hey. 11. That's oh, an 11. That's pretty good. You manage to stabilize Wotan. Oh, good. Those two failed death saves go away. Yes, they do. Now the dog just has to bite you twice. I think it's only one dog. I did my part. I told everybody, keep the dogs off him. Yep. And there's only one dog still alive, so that's good. And Wotan does have Sanctuary cast on him. Yes. It's not like he's going to attack and ruin the spell that I just cast on him. I'm unconscious, yeah. I can't exactly yeah. break the spell. Right. Oh, dog, but the dog rolls a natural 20 on a wisdom save. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Bites floating anyways. Uh, the DC is 13. Okay. Actually, it's still... Wotan's on the ground. Uh Can I stand, essentially, now that I've done that, can I basically just stand over him so that in case bites come? Yes, you can. Yeah, I will take the hits. Absolutely, you can. Okay. So as you stand, trying to stanch the bleeding... The dog leaps again. Well, yes, technically again. And snaps. Those jaws are impressive. But they miss. All right, next. Fuck. So I can see that dog. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'll reach out again. Uh, with a little bit more control this time and cast Chill Touch at it. Okay, go for it. So That's a hit. You Three points. You see once more the dog's assault having missed countered by Cole's attempt at attack and all of you that still have open eyes and presence of of perception are watching this happen. And most of you have seen people die, things die. Um, you just weren't expecting all of this probably when you woke up in the morning. Nope. No. Yep. All right. Uh. 
Well, okay. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> well, then. Dick can uh, always surprise me. I know. Next. Uh, I'm just going to Eldritch Blast it. <laughs> okay. Put it out of its misery and ours. Mm-hmm. Hey, a 25. For 10 points of force damage. Fuck yeah. How would you like this dog to die? <laughs> <laughs> Just rocketed across the room. <laughs> <laughs> like just it's 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 a little it's it's that pinprick of like like again because the because the eldritch blast is coming out of the cane so it's mm-hmm. just that it's that very like diminutive like laser beam of energy that's mm-hmm. and then a massive overreaction on the dog's part. <laughs> <laughs> I mean graphic. that's one way to describe it as the dog sort of. Catapults. Wait a minute. 60 pounds of deceased body just flops, ragdolling across the interior. I would get more hit points, but I'm at full. That's nice. And also, you know, temporary hit points, mechanics not stacking and that sort of thing. But yeah. Okay. And we're out of initiative. What's everybody doing? Collecting my stone that I threw at the dog. I need okay. Uh, so does anybody have any ability to fix that? I say looking at I'm gesturing <laughs> at Wotan. <laughs> I mean, I did what I could. I can't. Uh-huh. Sustaining is one thing. I sadly do not, not yet have the ability for anything. That kind of doctor. Uh-huh. So, we have a pair of options before us. Yes, you do. We can either continue into this building and see why the hell we're supposed to be here, and maybe there won't be anything else inside, or drag our dwarven friend back to his ship and let him recover there. We might have come into this a little um, prematurely. I would perhaps point out that we are not located within what is necessarily the safest district and carrying a nearly dead body through would probably make that body very unlikely to be alive by the time we reach our destination. Also fair. I'm gonna step inside and just take. The a quick inhabitants look. will pounce on the week. Let's let's have this conversation inside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So you all step I'm inside on the interior. Outside. the The building is cold. I'm going to drag the unconscious dwarf inside, or he's gonna leave him outside. Yeah. No, 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 no. Cody, Cody, Cody I, just said. I, I, right. I got, I got, I got ten. I'm strong. Oh. I got you. Yeah. Woden, I got you. All right. Oh, look, there's a table you can put them on. There is. <laughs> there is. Well, in the interior, you see two more doors leading, you assume, into other rooms. You see a couple chairs, a table. Excuse me. Several dead dogs. Uh, sneak up to this far one and um, see if there's any... Thing I can hear, or if there's any 
I'm gonna roll the dead Locked. dogs out the door and close it behind us. <laughs> okay. Dogs inside. What? All right. The less attention we have to this area, yes, the inside, better. Outside, outside yeah. they attract attention. Inside, mm-hmm. they're not going. To. The only thing, if counterpoint, inside they smell. Yeah, not so much. It, but dead dogs outside of a door. They're just dead. They smell like dogs now, so it'll be fine. Uh No insult intended by this, but I don't think that that would be the worst thing. All right. Uh, Those two rings are still floating, are still still hovering around me, by the way. They are. (laughs) Yes, they are. Those rings might last for an hour with no concentration. And even if you you go unconscious? Yeah, it's not a concentration spell, so it just lasts until they get used. Uh Or up to an hour. Yep. So, yeah, I'll look over the store and see if I can find anything about it or hear anything on the other side. All right. Uh, Make a perception check. 17. This door is... Uh, made of wood. And you can't get it open. But uh, it is it is still shut. <clears throat> with, uh, with, with your sort of cursory first looks. Um, however that however you're you're choosing um to investigate this yeah you you can pretty easily tell it's shut it's not locked but it's definitely uh you can you give it a little push and you hear a rattle of chains it's yeah this this door is chained blocked in a sense from the other side okay definitely don't want us in there Mm-hmm. Um, What's the other door? Korishana? Sorry. Um, What's your sort of attempt, since I kind of see that you're the one next to the other door? Sorry, I, I got distracted. No, it's okay. What, 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 what's going on? I assume you're the one who's looking at the other door? Yes, yes. Good. Listening in, yeah. All right, give me a perception check then as well. Nope. Okay. Because me. This one is definitely also not locked. Okay. But you can't, you can't, that's all that you've picked up technically about this door. Yeah, I pass that information along. Right. Yeah, I passed mine along too. Okay, so Probably all of you telepathically, specifically to um, uh, uh, uh God damn it, Aurelia. Yes. Okay. So those of you that are sort of looking around. This is this is kind of what you're confronted by in the sense of a particular situation. Dead animals. 
living friends. And a question. Well, lots of questions, but this question specifically, what do we intend to do next? And as, as that inquiry sort of spreads across the entire room, that is where we are going to draw the curtain on this moment in conflux. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye. <laughs>